Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McRib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. They didn't want you to have a Hey Fam episode this week. God did. God did. Wahlberg, yeah. Um, DJ Khaled's God did. It drops in two days. Two days, uh, but tracklist revealed today. Oh, the tracklist. I saw the, the the list of guests, but... Oh, the um, tracklist is out. There is no... Uh, there's an amount of... That, however, let, you know, let's look at the positive first. There is a... It might even be one-to-one, the amount of tracks on that record that are the same things that... Uh, the same amount of things that Mark Wahlberg does in a day. <laughs> I thought I was the looking routine. at his schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Golfing with Eminem <laughs> and Dr. Dre. Uh, but uh, there is no Mark Wahlberg on there. Damn. I as like Marky Mark, sure. but I, maybe as a skit. I mean, it could, you could... But you like DJ Khaled is the skit on his own album. That's all he does yeah. is just say weird lines in We between. the best, God did. Yeah. They didn't want you to win. Um, I... I it would be nice if, like, in between a lot of tracks. See, I'm looking at uh, on, on Apple Music. And oh, it it's on says, his Instagram. Okay, I'll, I'll, he, he posts, posts four thousand <laughs> posts an hour. DJ Khaled is an e-girl. This is my favorite one that he did, where he just revealed just the, the list of the names. Yeah, um, people are on it, but it's like this insane Photoshop of him like sitting down near a raging river as the sun shines on him. It's insanity. I'm really excited for God did. Not so much because it's going to be a good album, but just because... I'm excited for the rollout that DJ Khaled will be doing for like, it. Yeah, it's already you know like that... ramped up. Oh, there it is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No Secret featuring Drake. So another Drake song. And that's what that's the opening track, right? Yep. God Did featuring <laughs> Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z. Wait, which one's jo- this? I which... found, he, he posted on his stories. Oh, stories. Okay. Someone called Coda Cleanse has posted it. Oh, okay. Um, so God did is Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay Z, John Legend, and Friday with two Y's. Um, fuck John Legend. I know of all the people to like single out of all the guests so far. He sucks. It's not something. Per- it's it's a, it's a very personal vendetta. It is. I borrowed my dad's car for the week. Oh sure. And um, his dad's my dad's car has has CarPlay, but usually when you plug my phone in, it just keeps playing whatever I was listening to before yeah. I stopped. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. His car is so just like, like the um. Joe Rogan. Exactly. Normally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Joe Rogan interview with... Um, the guy, uh, the dude that's banned off The interview, TikTok. the, the What's his d- name? director of Gotti. Tate? Andrew Tate. Yeah, Andrew Tate. The director of Gotti, Andrew yeah, Tate. Yeah, Andrew Tate, the director of Gotti. 
Um, Andrew Tate is uh, in talks now with Mark Wahlberg to uh, reboot Entourage, but as Andrew Tate's Entourage. He's actually the final guest on uh, on God Did. Yeah, um, yeah. But Dad's Car, for whatever reason... When Tate I pl- did. When I plug it in, it plays the first song in my iTunes library. Alphabetical. Which it is... It must be a track that starts with like symbols or an A. And, well, it's... Yeah, it starts with an A. It's some shitty John Legend song that I had to download for some shitheads w- So um, I used wedding. to get this weird Arca one. You know Arca, the producer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is just like, you know, alt text. So it would come first. And then I got like a um, Action Bronson song. I didn't even like... like so I, had, I like finally whittled it down because I don't have CarPlay. So I get the same thing. It just plays like the track. The, the first song. Today. Yeah. Wow. So now I just... Drives I, me insane, man. My most played song any year is A-Punk by Vampire Weekend <laughs> because it's out of all the songs. It's a great song. Yeah, sure. It's really quick. And by the time it's on, you're like, well, it's, it's only got like 67 seconds to go. I may as well keep it going. So this is um, a song called A Good Night by John Legend and Blood Pop. Sure. I, I know it's like some, he's like the original Kygo. As in yeah, like, it was like a pro- he's a producer, right? He, he producer who did, but he would, you know, he'd, he'd do it instead of just producing a song for Justin, for Justin Bieber. Yeah, he'd yeah, be yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm also, it's Justin Bieber and Blood, and Blood Pop. Pop. It probably means like he doesn't get paid for it or something weird. Like, well, it means probably he gets more money for it or something as a featured artist. Maybe, okay, sure. Yeah. But why Bieber and John Legend allow this? Anyway, Probably because they want the class. Listen to how shit this song is. Just like the first like five. So seconds. Wait, we're getting in your dad's car. Getting in the dad's car. I keep. We're going to see the. Here's like uh, a Volkswagen. So everything that would German? normally be on the left side is on the right side. Oh yeah, I uh, my mum's car before. Sorry, the car I had that uh, before the car I have now was the same because it's like a European car. So like the the indicators are on the left. Yeah. Yeah. And so I drive the kids to school in a regular Holden. Yeah. And then I I get home and then I drive to this you, event the, that I've been the working on. The most Australian man on That's the planet right. in your um, Holden. Holden. Fucking oath. Yeah. Um, and then I, uh, the, I, I get in my, uh, my dad's fruity European yeah. uh, uh, station wagon, and uh, I've everything's like, fli- I, like in in one day. I'm I'm you know I've got to, I've got to go left, right, righty, lefty. Yeah. I mean. But um, also a fun thing that I'm doing is that he has like headlights. It's like a dial on the, da- oh, the yeah, lower yeah, dashboard. Yeah. It's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. No, I hate it because I keep whacking my leg on it. Oh. I have this like enormous like wound. Oh, really? On my shin. From, uh, from uh, so, so, so that's that, that's I'm just telling everyone that so they can the picture wagon. getting in the yeah. getting in you're that's already in car. pain and like you're already confused you feel like you're in like a, uh, like a multiverse where everything's back to front I'm always running late for this stupid event that I'm running because the traffic's always so much worse than it was the day before um, and I'm like fuck plus fuck, trains fuck. are all can like exactly still yeah train I, I gotta get there that's why I had to, but that's why I borrowed the car um, and so I'm like man what 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 now what what's yeah. what, what's gonna happen now and so straight away that my my phone rewards my hard work and getting in the car with this awful song which goes like this oh. the first the first line I've never heard it past the first line but. Uh. <laughs> but you did you needed it's so weird that like people like music got to a point where they were like what if we combined R&B house and made it sound like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song yeah and also make yeah. it sound like uh, the the first, te- like the 10 second ads that you have on YouTube pre rolls. Yes. Like totally. it sounds like a song for like. A, a, like I had no attention. I would get fucked yeah. up tonight. Like I have premium now because the ads like killed yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took you long enough. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, you, I go to someone's house who doesn't have it. I'm like, three fucking ads before we watch a 20 second video. <laughs> YouTube sucks, man. YouTube is so terrible. YouTube premium rules, though. Well, yeah. Uh, Google <laughs> and Meta ruin everything. Yeah. I mean, we know that. Um, but God did. 
God oh yeah, John, John Legend sucks. That's right. We're looking at the. <laughs> well, I, I just don't like him. I mean, it's not because of that song. I already came with a. I think he's fine. He he was the guy that um, he's pretty like. Ryan, I'm, I'm glad Ryan Gosling saved saved jazz from oh, yeah. John Legend. In he's pretty milk toast. Um, I remember he was like that's the, the funniest plot point of that movie. Oh yeah, Ryan Reynolds teaches a black man about jazz. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no, not Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. No, That'd Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds teaches Ryan Gosling. Oh great! John yeah, Legend. Yeah, was- He's pretty milk toast. I remember he was like very uh, performatively tweeting and stuff uh, when 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 Kanye was wearing the mug hat because they're friends, right? And he would be like, "Hey man, for all of us out there, you've got to take the hat off and but- like screenshotting the chats." Uh-huh. And Kanye was like, "No, this is for me. Like you do your own." And he was being very like, I think his wife was forcing him to do it. What was the John Legend and Kanye song? There is one, right? Yeah, there's like uh, a few. Okay. He produced, I'm pretty sure, because he was a good music artist. He was, right. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Use This Gospel, track number three on God Did by DJ Khaled. Kanye West, Speak of the Devil. So that is the song that closes M- M- M. Uh, Jesus is King. That's the original oh, clip. So it's reunion. a remix produced by Dr. Dre in the ICU. Well, then before Dr. Dre was going through a divorce, remember he was doing, do you ever remember he was doing a remix, of, a whole remix of the album Jesus is King? Mm. And that's right. I'm glad that never yeah, happened. Totally. I'm glad. I'm glad everyone forgot about that album. I'm glad Kanye wore like balaclavas and fucked Julia Fox instead of like being a Christian. <laughs> Still, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. That, uh, but uh, so I, 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 that's like I reckon that's like a three or four year old track, maybe a three year old track. Big- which is weird because like it's a Dr. Dre production. What, what what's Carla going? And he's to do really with it? pushing that Dr. Dre is on this album, but he's not like I mean it's kind of. Do you of think he's really. just like ad libbing over the top? God did and stuff. Like, Dr. Yeah, he probably just says like, yeah, baby. Yeah. West Coast. Yeah. You know. um, we're the best. Big time featuring Future and Little Baby. I mean. Like we should, what we should do, we'll go through this and we should pick which song is going to be the hit. That, we'll, and that, we'll pick, yeah, we'll pick the hit and we'll pick like the sleeper track. Big time's going to be a, a hit, I reckon. Of course it is. It's got Future on it. He's like, uh, had like what, the most, this is his biggest year in terms of numbers, right? Keep Going featuring Lil Durk, 21 Savage and Roddy Rich. That's going to be the biggest with people under 12. I think R- Roddy Rich will do a good hook. That's my that's my prediction. Party All The Time. But it's coming with the... Um, wait, who'd you say it was? 21? 21 Savage, Lil Durk and uh, Roddy Rich. Okay, yeah. Roddy, Roddy Rich does great hooks. Um, Party All The Time featuring Quavo and Takeoff. One it's... Migos member missing from that lineup. Well, they've, they released a song together. Um, like a month ago, I think Migos are done and they've not announced it. Oh, weird! Really? Yeah, Offset's not a part of uh, any <laughs> of any recent uh, Migoing. Staying alive featuring little uh, Drake and little baby. Don't I mean, like that song. I don't it's, like it. It's so boring. Yeah, they. I mean, Dr- Khaled has like a lot of songs that, throughout history that I love. Mm. Not that he did much on them, but like he's an icon that attached himself yeah. to a lot of pretty good songs. His story is so interesting, like just being like starting off in radio and like DJing yeah, yeah. in Vegas. And like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, because I know like outside of internet and like definitely the States, it kind of feels like, I guess to some people, he just appeared out of nowhere like 10 years ago. Sure. You know what I mean? But he yeah, did yeah. have like a career before. I mean, we taken over. That's like his bit first really big song and that was like 2004 or five yeah yeah and, but then he became like known i guess like he lent into like the like tony robbins aspect of his career <laughs> with like like yeah positive messages and he's always like <laughs> i i love the dichotomy he's always like saying how like no one wants him to win and you know no one believes in him but he's always saying this stuff while he's getting like pedicures in a mansion right it rules like it, 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 it he's so um the there's such a like, uh, you know, he's a complex guy, mm-hmm. I think. 
Um, we've got uh, Beautiful featuring Future and Scissor. Um, that, I reckon that'll be, be a good big, one. Yeah. I reckon that'll be that. Actually, no, that's my new new take. That's going to be the hit. That's going to be the one that, uh, that blows up on TikTok with a scissor hook. It ain't safe featuring Nardo Wick and Kodak Black. No, that's not getting it. Sorry. Let's pray featuring Don Tolliver and Travis Scott. I reckon, I'm sorry. Uh, last year, pre Astro World, that one would have been bigger. Um, wow, track number eleven, Fam Good, We Good, featuring Gunner and Roddy Rich. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be that's gonna be a big one. Wait, is Gunner in jail? Sure. I mean, so is Kodak Black for a while. No, but I think he's he, he's part of like the YSL. Um, oh yeah, of no, I think he's yeah, like yeah. in jail. Fuck. Like yeah, yeah. There's no thugger on this album. No. Um, so there are some female rappers on on this uh, track. Luckily, he put them all in the one song with no male. Well, it's guests. like that scene in Endgame. You know, when they all come together and yes. say she's not alone. And it's called Bills Paid, featuring Lado and uh, City Girls. Um, then and look, that City Girls implies there's several of them too. So it's two. There's two City. City so Girls. Three rules. girls. I love City Girls. But that's three yeah. girls there. I mean, that's that's probably three girls more than the last. 10 DJ Khaled albums, <laughs> No, right? normally gets Nicki on there, I guess, yeah. And Rihanna sometimes? Yes, obviously, yeah. yeah. yeah Wild yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. Wild, Wild Thoughts and uh, and I'm On One, my two yeah, favorite. Yeah, I'm On One's like... My two favorite I'm DJ Khaled. I'm On One's like amazing. Joints. The Way Past Luck featuring 21 Savage. Oh, yeah, I forget that DJ Khaled always tries to do a dancehall song. So These Streets Know My Name featuring Skilly Bang, Buju Banton, Capleton, Bounty Killer and Sizzler. Oh my god, dude! Sizzler. Do you know what the song featuring the deceased rapper Juice World is called? Uh, no, I was trying to think then. Juice World did. That's really good. <laughs> I hope you and you know his family like finds that really respectful. And yeah, stuff. absolutely. Actually, it's all. I mean, talk about family coming up. We've got a Jadakus inter- interlude. I bet he says. Ah! Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> uh, and then track number seventeen, Assad and Alarm. <laughs> Cloth the kids. talk. There is kids. The, yeah, tra- yeah, the yeah. track is called Assam and Alarm Cloth Talk. Do you think they're just talking about clothes? Maybe. Get the watch. Get the food. I mean, it could be like that's been a regular thing he's been doing lately. Yeah. And then like, finally is Grateful featuring Vori, which is what he's been putting over yeah. all of his videos. And Vori's, uh, Vori was made well known, I guess, because he's on like a couple Donda tracks. Right. Um, do you know who the executive producers of the album God did? Are? His kids. Asad, yeah. Tuck, Khaled. <laughs> Alarm, Tuck, Khalid. It's always his kids. Khalid, Khalid. Khalid, Khalid. And Allah. Because remember he had like Father of Assad was yeah, like yeah, his yeah. last album. <laughs> it rules, man. It's so good, man. Yeah, I love it. I, I love now like, hey fam's now a podcast. Uh, the, the temple release of a year is a like 20 track DJ Khalid album. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's just like the silliness that it's comes insane. with that record. Yeah. That one where he was like, Years ago, my favorite, one of my favorite video he's ever did, where he's like talking to girls, and he's like, "Go, um, like he's like, get go, a bu- house. go, 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 get, a, go, get a this house. He's like, go buy your mama house. Yeah. Get yourself something expensive yeah. for no reason. Buy yourself something to look good in. Yeah, Feel yeah, good yeah. about yourself." And he's like <laughs> paying them all. Uh, did you see his hot ones where he just walks out? No, dude, it's iconic. Fuck, I need to watch. He's that. like. This is too hot. He's the only guy, and I think he's the only guy that's walked out. <laughs> it's only like the second wing. It's so good, if I'm remembering correctly. The funniest thing is that for some reason, uh, I don't know how long ago he went on Hot Ones, but there's a clip of Matt Damon that's gone viral. Oh, yeah, viral, that's gone viral. Where he's like talking about why, like, you know, uh, streaming is why lo- lots of movies that would have got made in the 90s don't get made now because of streaming and you need to make all the money. That the movie's going to make at the box office it's why, no um, DVD we've market not seen uh, We Still Bought a Zoo like, Yeah, exactly <laughs> We bought another zoo? Yeah. 
Um, but it's so funny. Everyone's we, like, everyone's like, the everyone's like, wow, man, speak on it, Matt Damon, preach. There's the tea, like that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, I've noticed. And then that. you look at the video, and he's like weeping because he's been <laughs> eating hot sauce. He's like, just before saying, yeah, you gotta it. make a lot of money on DVDs. Yeah, you, know? yeah. <laughs> you rely on that so you can make your money back. Later. His face is all red. I've already like put a, up fifty million to the movie. <laughs> it's just like it's great. <laughs> Also, uh, this is the guy that the same people saying preach got in trouble for last year for his daughter educating and what the F word meant. The remember? Slur, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, that's still, that's the best story of 2021. But the best thing was that he like came out being like, guys, like, he's the one that had brought it up, remember? Uh, why did he bring it up? Like, well, because yeah. he saw how good at uh, doing that was from Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson out of nowhere is like, I tried killing a black man once because my friend was raped in the 70s. And you're like, why are you bringing this up on the Taken 3 press chunk? <laughs> no one's asked you. <laughs> But he thought it was like this big, like cathartic moment. Uh, yeah, like my my daughter, she only just told me that it's not okay yeah. to say the F slur. Yeah. yeah, it's it. Maybe Matt Damon's gunning for a uh, Atlanta season four cameo. Damn, that because he's done that. Damn on the, the Bitcoin thing, the Crypto dot com. He's, oh, I mean, he's like you haven't watched any of the new South Park. He's the he, face of Crypto. He's the face of Crypto, right? and he yeah. just gets roasted the whole time. Because the I, most I, recent special, yeah, is the just streaming like, wars, dude. Yeah, it I, rules. I, I watched the twenty fifth anniversary the other night. Oh, how is it? It's the fantastic. Content? So it's like, do you actually do they actually show Ween and? Yeah, they're uh, all on stage all night, dude. Fuck. It's Ween and Primus sharing a stage with Matt and Trey, and they just play South Park songs. <laughs> <laughs> so they open with Uncle Fucker. That's amazing. But it's like with, really, sl- and they close with like America Fuck Yeah. Like it's did, just did like, Ween like play a set of Ween songs though? Is that in, uh, in the video? it's not in the special? Oh, damn. But they kind of jam out at the start. But it's them just be- and Matt and, and Trey are just like I can't believe we're like on stage with Primus and Ween. Like that rules. It, dude, it is so good. I got like goosebumps watching it. It's like it Red Rock, so it's like nighttime. It's outdoors. That's great. And they've like recorded dialogue for it, so like all the kids come out like. Stan, Kyle, Kenny, yep. Butters, Carmen, and it's just like it's really good. Like if you love South Park, it's sick. Which and I do they now. do like um, my new, like, it's Easy MK, like all the track, like as yeah, all the right, characters. All of, I love man, that song's in the movie. And like favorite. they do, they have like pitch shifted microphones so they can do the kids' voices. <laughs> it's sick. Okay, yeah, cool. it's it's I'll it's fun. You just yeah, you're just like damn. Uh, re- it's real like bait for millennial, like silverback millennials. Did your college show up? Well, no. Damn. No, he didn't. They don't want you to have a DJ Khaled South Park cameo. Yeah, I wonder if he, he's definitely he would have been parodied on there for sure. I can't remember. He I feel like he's ton- there are some guys that like because I know they sing Gay Fish. I've seen. Oh, that yeah, that bit's great. That. Yeah, I feel like Kanye now they wouldn't t- try and tackle. No, because he's just too like they they couldn't do a. He's parody. like the Joker in the, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Like he's like a immovable object, and you, you know you know he's like. You're an immovable object, and then I'm an unstoppable force. Like, yeah, just, yeah. They, like, it's like you know when someone becomes so larger than life that you can't successfully parody them. Donald Trump. And I, yeah, yeah, true. Because Look, he's like too. That said, we warmed up for this episode by <laughs> watching a 13 minute video of someone playing Call of Duty, pretending to be Donald Trump. But you're leaving out the. the rest uh, of it. Sorry, it is a video of one person pretending to be Donald Trump while the other person pretends to be Walt Jr. from playing Breaking Bad. Playing duos in Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the best Yeah Yeah um, You're such a loser I had no idea There was like a lot and, and you know that What we just watched Is probably clipped from like Three Four hours. hours And they yeah. probably did it For like a month <laughs> Rules Oh dude it's the best <laughs> <laughs> You're such a loser But yeah I don't, I don't think Like South Park Would do even a, Close to a good job Of no. parodying um, DJ Khaled Because no, DJ Khaled He's like, too funny He lives out It's like in how his they said Like maybe they thought Hillary was gonna win 
yeah, yeah. The 2016 election, and then they were just like, oh, the show just, we had no idea what to do because, like, I think that those seasons are the weakest when, like, Garrison is president because they were just like, yeah, but yeah. that was that was also I was kind of invested in it because it was when they one of the first seasons where they did the ongoing plot yeah. thing. Yeah, but they're also so just hard. like I think they were just like we don't know what to do. Like we yeah. didn't plan for this. Yeah, I love that they retcon him and he just well not retcon he just like comes back to school as their teacher. <laughs> yeah, it's so, I he's love really that. funny again. Oh, he's too, great. Right? Yeah, 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 I love it. He's just, he's just like there being like um yeah yeah fuck yeah. I could top three South Park character for me Garrison. Yeah, certainly in those early seasons. Just because yeah. he's he's so fucked. Yeah, remember he was Mrs. Garrison for a while. Like that was pretty <laughs> progressive. Yeah, it was, I'm sure it was handled very. Yeah, very you know, with Mr. Slay. Yeah, oh, they yeah. do Lemmy Winks, and there's like they all come out like costumes, like people dressed up as like the Toad and Lemmy Winks and stuff. That's great. Yeah. Is it 25 years of South Park? Mm. That's insane. Yeah, we watched it on Friday night. It was just like real good times. I was fully getting goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, damn, I wish. And there's just like losers like us in the audience, like wearing like old South Park shirts. Just like people who are definitely like, you know, it's Colorado. So they've got like craft breweries and, yep. you know, integrity farms of their own. <laughs> it's funny because like Trey just sounds like Randy now. Yes, totally. And he's yeah. like... Well, that's Trey, Trey, I think they, they became so far removed from the ages that Stan and Kyle were. That's why the shows are about the, the adults It now. used to be about like, like you know, Stan was Trey and, and yeah. Kyle was was. That's Randy's or, Trey. Or, 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 or. And, uh, um... Uh, what's I, Kyle's dad's called again? Gerald. Um, Gerald Rofsky. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Trey looks kind of uh, dumpy and pretty chunky. And Matt just looks like super young and amazing. He the, wears like an Adidas tracksuit. The most recent special like actually like deals with like how out of hand Randy has gotten in the recent seasons. Oh, that's, and, yeah. That's awesome. It's good in a meta way. Yeah. I watch yeah. it this week. I've almost finished the season before. Yeah, man. But I've done a rewatch of the rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> so rehearsal... Uh, the Nathan Fielder show on HBO had its sixth and final episode. We know that a second season is on its way. And they, uh, I think, strategically announced, announced it. it before. I think they do it a lot with a lot of seasons. Yeah. No, but I think especially with this one. Because uh, it ends on like not really a very well, yeah, final I, feeling I, I wonder if they shot like two endings. One if they didn't get greenlit and one if they did. Right. Because Wait. it kind of doesn't end. So you said you rewatched it. Did you rewatch it after I'm up the sixth? to the sixth one now? Okay, right. So and, the, and you so you started your rewatch after watching the sixth episode. Yeah. What were your immediate thoughts after that sixth episode? Um, <laughs> I I felt weird, but not in a bad way. I was just like, this show is like, it's like Galaxy Brain. I wasn't expecting it to. I know a lot of people were like, oh my god, I can't believe Nathan fucked up the, that that child. He but didn't I, at all. I feel like it's, it's more actor. of a exactly, but it's like almost like a commentary on like, hey, people let ch- children oh, totally be, children be so actors. This is what I mean. The show is so I'm, galaxy brain yeah. that like, it, it, I think for the, the the pure like, it's not like a, a reality show or a documentary. To me, it's like a living, breathing art piece. It's like a Lars von Trier film. It's like yeah, yeah. this guy creates a town. It's like Charlie Kaufman meets Lars von Trier or something. And it's like he made all these episodes at once, right? Like the, the season, it wasn't like he was making it week to week as it was airing. Well, I think he made the first episode and pitched that. Right. Because that episode, he shows footage of it in episode four and it's just class and stuff, like scene for scene. Yeah, of course. So, so I yeah. think he shot that as like a proof of concept and took like, because I know you haven't seen Finding Francis, but the, the, like the idea I think is born in a maybe like a 10 minute segment from that okay sure where he builds like a house uh basically it's about a guy who's trying to reunite with a, uh, he's in his 70s i think and he's trying to find this the love of his life that he lost when they were both 18 who they split up sure and 
the whole like it's like a two hour movie like yeah it's I, need about, to, I need to, I need to watch it's a, it, yeah. I still think it's like maybe the best thing he's done uh, I have like, like three seasons that I have I only, only think I only watched the first and maybe some of the second yeah, wow. season Finally, Francis the, can work the as season a finale of the too. first season of Nathan for you. Is that the claw? Um, yeah, the one where he's like, he gets, he'll, he's going to expose himself yeah. in front of children. Unless if he, he can figure out how to <laughs> so get out good. of the lock thing. He's got cops on standby. Uh, yeah, he, he, they, they build a, um, like a living room, like a house, and hire an actor who looks like they've had someone like what they think the woman would look like now, and they go through their meeting and they go through it like a hundred times and practice like right if she's, and i watched finding francis i think like the day before the rehearsal started i was sure. like gearing up so when the rehearsal episode one started i was like oh it's literally the natural successor to that so i think he took that and this is just made up out of nothing but i think that's like an hour long like it is different compared to the rest of the series you know it's in new york yes it's very different it's very separate where the other five feel like do, one do you reckon whole- he filmed that first one before covid too I don't know. Maybe there's no masks in it. Yeah. There's no like, you know, New York was pretty locked down. Yeah. I I I, I do probably think so, and that's why the move to Portland. It's you know different. It's like living on a rural place where everyone could be getting COVID checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. These are all theories, but I reckon he made that first. Went to HBO and they basically didn't. I don't know. Everyone was like, yeah, this will be a week by week thing. Like Nathan Few wrapped up at the end of the episode. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we've seen the series and it's not that at all. And it's kind of becomes this like overarching story. Like, like you just said about those South Park seasons for the first time, like a Nathan Fielder project was like, you know, uh, had a plot for the whole season, yeah. which was kind of I, jarring. I drank the, the water wrong and I have the hiccups. Oh, I know when that shit happens. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I was shocked on the first viewing yeah, because I, mean, I was like, we talked about it each week. You were yeah. like, yeah. I was like, Oh, it's about this. I was expecting. And I, I think it's because I came from like, I've watched like Nathan Few, I think like maybe like four times over like the whole series. But it's like a show I throw on when I want to like kill half an hour or something. Yep. Or like introduce someone who's never watched it. Like you could literally put on any episode. They're all like bangers. Totally, yeah. Uh, but is, obviously you start with the one where the guy admits to drinking his own Yeah, pee. you start with that his or Ghost pee. Realtor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, 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 I'm always like petrol. Are there four seasons? Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so I, I don't know. And then I think like in true Nathan form, it just became its own thing. And like, I think he was probably aware it was going to be that. I yeah. think it's probably a show that also found itself in editing. Yeah. I think it's one of those where you shoot everything and then you're like, okay, how do we turn this into a plot? Because it's into rewatching again at the start of the fifth episode. He, he says like, I, there are no more other rehearsals. This is now my main rehearsal. Yeah. Where for a while you thought the family is the B plot and he would focus on an A rehearsal each week. Yes, totally. So I don't know. It, it's very like, it feels unscripted, but then I think like there are so many angles you can look at it at. Like this is, is this a commentary on reality shows? How not scripted they are. Yep. Is this him dealing with his own divorce, which he went through recently? Uh, he was like divorced a couple years ago. I don't know that. So is it him? Is this a therapeutic self-centered thing where he's like, you know, the, the age old thing, whenever you have an argument or you say something regretful and you're like, I wish I could have done that a different way. Is this him like exercising demons? Like the best thing is we'll never know. Yeah. And also I think everything I, Nathan we, does he's is He's obsessed bullshit. with like, like a- magi- he, you know, he's like obsessed with magic and stuff. Yeah. So like he, he's like every time I've come to a project of his from maybe like season two onwards of Nathan Few where I knew that he was like, because he's always doing magic tricks in like Nathan Few. He's a magician. He'll never reveal and he never has. Like he's never said like, Nathan for you was fake or real. 
it's and that's like the best part about him i think you know what i mean you like yeah, are left going how much are people in on it but this is the first time it's like hit a big discourse because the internet i, I think find. also hbo too hbo yeah uh i don't know but yeah it's as like i i think as a project it's like galaxy brain it's like insane amazing like it, it is unlike anything that's ever been on tv yeah, and what I was getting at earlier where, like, you know, this is produced in, in as a package. It wasn't like he was making it week to week as it was airing. Um, I feel like a, a think piece would, like, go viral about, like, or a tweet would go viral, like, criticizing the way Nathan does things. And then the next episode felt like it would be... A like, reaction would, to it. A direct reaction. Yeah. But, he, but it almost like he predicted what people were going to think. It's like it was say. so expertly made that he was, like... Yeah, because, you know, we, early on there was so much, like, you know, the manipulation of Nathan Fielder. And he's like, he's a manipulator. And then we have that amazing, which I still think is the best episode That's the best of the episode series. by far. Yep. And uh, the, fi- the, f- the Fielder Method, where yep. it's just like... Layers it, and layers. Layers of... I, and I really did... I was expecting there, there to be this big reveal at the end. Where, yeah. But it just what it ended up being was also very satisfying for me, like in a weird way. Yeah, I'm still... I'm, I, I, I still, I've only watched that one once. Yeah. So I'm about to go back to it. I watched it again it. afterwards. But... I, you did watch it again yeah, afterwards. Yeah. How did it go the second time? Um, I like it's it's not one it's not one of the funniest. It's probably the least funny of all of the the six episodes. Yeah, I agree. But um, it like I I like where he took it because it's I just, just it's really, so strange I, and it just yeah. It's, so it's, on your rewatch last week, you had a criticism of of it, of the series in general that him wanting to be a father that the idea of that kind of came out of nowhere. Well, rewatching it, it does come out of nowhere. Basically, okay, right. Robin leaves. And he's just like, but I'm like, did he manipulate it to leave? Like, then I'm like, did they purposely pick Robin because he was always going to leave? Was this Nathan's plan the whole time? Like, how much? Like, how many puppets does the master have? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And how many layers are there of manipulation? <sighs> because he just says like, I wanted Angela to experience this with someone else, so I'll step up to it. He kind of just says it offhandedly, and yeah. he's like, I'm staying in a hotel with my cat, so I don't mind moving into a house. It'll be fine, and it's kind of it. Do, it doesn't like. There's been no desire mentioned before them, right? Okay, sure. So it's still kind of hard thing to swallow because he's for me because I'm like, does he really or is it? Well, I feel like you could kind of see like the the character he was playing is mirrored by the kid at the end, who kid who gets an attachment to the character he was playing in the rehearsal, thinks that Nathan is his actual father, yeah, and through being a father, Nathan also mirrors that in that he actually wants to be a father. Yeah, or, or, you know, but I didn't buy the- it just because of his always, just because of how protective he is of himself. I mean, I so think with that I final line, like- I was like, "Well, this is just played as a comedy beat." Yeah, but then I'm like, "That's." I don't know. It just was an unsatisfying. Well, I, I saw it, it felt unsatisfying on first watch. I think it was less about him wanting to be an actual dad, more about him being in love with the idea of the rehearsal working. And, yeah, yeah, it was like. Or and Angela wasn't taking it seriously, so he t- was it him that was like seriously. he was the most manipulated out of the whole series, yeah, yeah. as opposed to like everybody else. And you know what I mean? It's like so his argument can be, no, I'm the most manipulated by this whole project. Fascinating, like I, just because it didn't land for me or it made me feel strange on first viewing, for me does not take away by like the like absolute artistry of this show. Yeah, like I think it's like leagues above anything that has been maybe like how to with John Wilson or like um is like the closest thing where it's just this show where you're like how's this made where it's like real people. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh it, obviously Nathan for you, but this is just like borderline like it, it barely felt like a comedy in the best sense. 
Yeah, like, you know, like even watching is- the Gold Digger episode with that guy, and there's so many sad, poignant moments. And I think my one of my favorite moments in the show, it could be my favorite, is when the guy just doesn't show up. The guy who's trying to get the money from his brother. Yeah. Uh, and they're all waiting for him the next day, and he doesn't show up because the day before, uh, he had the like what he thought was a real conversation with the actor playing his brother, where the guy's like. He, you know, he has that breakthrough about, oh, well, my granddad wanted to leave you the gold. Yeah. That he doesn't show up the next day and then is like, oh, I'm at the amusement park. And then you just see like Nathan go there and it's like dark and no one's there and you can't find him. And then he never hears from him again. Yeah. And yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that might be like my favorite part of the series. It's kind of like beautiful. Sure. Because it's like this guy has either figured it out what's going on and is like, I don't want anything to do with it. Or he's like, no, this thing helped me. And it's, I think it sums up the series the best because Nathan's left alone in an amusement park where everyone's having fun. And it's like, he is, he's always and, someone and who someone can't seem to have yes, fun yeah, because yeah. he's like the house with Angela and Adam is an amusement park. You know what I mean? Sure. So I don't know. I, 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 on, on second watch, even on first watch, on second watch, that bit like really hit me. I was like, fuck, that's like some of the most beautiful <laughs> imagery I've seen. And he's just like, I can't find him. Yeah, I said that this last episode was the least funny, but I think it had two of my all-time favorite like funny moments. It has in the, series. the line in the series, which I think also distills this series perfectly, and it's probably the one of the bits you're going to say. Uh, well, one of them was the the that he had they saved money by hiring hiring. Oh uh, yeah, that back, was background great. actors, but background actors can't talk, so the yeah, party was totally silent. says they can't talk, which is hilarious. But yeah. my, my favorite moment in the entire episode, though, my top three moment for the series is when um, same partner. Uh, no, he, oh, yeah. he hires, um, he goes through other ways he could have, you know, had children. And one of the <laughs> ideas is that he gets yeah. adults to play children. So you get this He's like a dummy. real creepy, um, montage of him. He looks like simple Jack. No, he looks uh, like the start of, um, Blippo. Well, looks, yeah, is. yeah, yeah. This is a bl- what's this? Yeah, like Bloopy or whatever. Bloopy. Bloopy. But he, he looks like, um, <laughs> simple Jack. Remember the, like, uh, mentally handicapped person that, Oh, Ben Stiller, uh, ben Stiller plays, plays in at the start of Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, yeah, he looks like that. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, just, and then and then it cuts to just him vaping. <laughs> him, yeah. Nathan looking out the window is this guy who's just been playing his son is vaping that outside. Was, uh, yeah. That was like that's one of my favorite moments of the whole seri- series. I think like the, for me the the scene which sums up the series too was in this episode where he's like at dinner with um fake Adam and he's like, "Am I a good dad?" And then he like tells the kid it's okay to break character and he's like. Am I a good dad? And then he's just like, thinks about what he's going to answer with. He goes, you're, you're a good, great, great screen partner. That's right. Yeah, Same yeah, partner. Yeah, and I'm like, that sums it up. <laughs> that kid was crazy. He was the best. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me of the kid from uh, Moonrise Kingdom. <laughs> just like, he seemed like so confident and had like years of experience in him, but he yeah, was like yeah. a nine-year-old boy in yes, glasses. Yes, totally. Like when they get back to the car and he's like, did you get everything you need? He's like, yeah, yes. That was just, incredible. That reminded me, the last episode reminded me of like a Wes Anderson movie where it was like uh, like an adult and a child having to form a bond <laughs> to like, to, to, to get something. Yeah, yeah. To get, yeah. To uh, that was like a face. People. Angus just pointed it's to... like a Picasso face. Doesn't yeah. it? Look, it's got teeth. The boats are teeth. Put it, put this picture up on the Discord, man. No context. Just throw it up there. Quick. It's moving away. Yeah, I love that shit. It's one of his uh, Apple screensavers. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think... Uh, this episode was like, I guess not the fully satisfying finale for everyone that they were expecting. Yeah. But I think that, I think that the fact that it ends on such a strange note is what this series should do because it's one you'll be thinking about forever. And the fact that now we uh, have, maybe this ending will be more satisfactory once we see the opening moments of season two. Do you reckon it will be directly related to season one? Or I don't know. Be, yeah. I don't know. And I, I, I don't, I, I, and I think either it can enhance or, uh, you know, unenhance yeah. <laughs> the finale. But yeah, it has been quite controversial, the finale. I think it's like one of the most lowest reviewed on average of all the episodes. Right. Uh, one is like pretty well loved. Four is like a lot you, of people. Oh, no, I was looking at like individual. tell me all the numbers. No, no, not the numbers, but I was having a look <laughs> at like, you know, what what the general consensus is for like the best episodes. Yeah. And a lot of them are... The, the standalone um, episodes that aren't to do with the family. But I'm like, are people coming to that with Nathan for you baggage? Yeah, sure. I think people want that one one and done. I love that this is a, like a strange ongoing narrative. Yeah, I like that it's... At the start, I was thrown by it and I appreciate that. I like that it made me yeah. go, oh, it's not what I thought it was going to be from its marketing and this guy's previous, you know works so top five moments from the series for me number one first episode um uh it's t- days like these i curse the chinese for inventing gunpowder yeah incredible I think scene. Uh, probably maybe the funniest line in the whole whole series for me uh, and but also the most like nathan for you <laughs> the, the series ever was maybe uh, and i guess i was expecting that those moments throughout the series we didn't really get anything like that again like what? Like an act, like an act, you know, just something so goofy and ridiculous that an act that Nathan could got an actor to say. The closest thing was, I think, like the 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 old man and the like digging for gold, just like yeah, that yeah. scenario, like yeah, cool. just shitting his pants, shitting his pants, and that scenario of like the the other actor being like, "I've got to go, it's date night," and he's like, "Oh, get out of here," and just like he's like, "Here, here's my map with my gold." Like, why would you believe it? And it's like, kudos to the actor. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, another one of my favorite moments, which we didn't talk about last week, was uh, when Angela reveals that her favorite movie is oh, Apocalypto, Apocalypto and talks about how Mel Gibson is a great director. I love the way he makes the camera float. That's like destroyed me. That was, yeah. And then the next line where Nathan's like, as much as we all love Mel Gibson as a director, he's not the director of this series. Yeah. I am. And I decide what happened. It's like the next line. It's so good. Yeah. Just, just her face. When he says, oh, Mel Gibson, that's interesting. He says a lot of you know, bad things about Jews. Yep. It's kind of like 10 seconds of her just like twitching her face, like going to say something, then stopping. And you can just like see cogs. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, when teenage Nathan's son goes down the slide Amazing. and out comes the child version that's again. That's the yeah. other like shot that like, as well as you've integrated scene partner, that to me is that other scene that distills the series in one image. Yeah, just definitely. like I'm in control. But it also felt so like weird 90s sitcom. Yeah. Something that they would do earnestly. I like when he's like, can we redo that? Uh, When he's got that older son and he's like, how do you think like, you know, would you be angry if your dad showed up later? He's like, yeah, yeah, of course. And he's like, do you mind doing that again? Like when you're angry, me coming home and let's do it again. And they redo it. And the the, the son just goes, well, look who decided to show up. <laughs> it's like so funny because it's so dramatic. I really like that bit too. Nathan like walks in with his bags from like just being away for a day. Oh no, in LA for that period. Because that's all episode four. Yeah. Episode four is the son aging and ODing and the fielder method. Brilliant. Also, Brilliant the other t- huge moment for me is when he... um goes to house sit and he just turns on the bedroom light and there's like all the plush Pokemon. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. He's Yeah, he's just me. <laughs> Pardon? Yeah, because <laughs> that's it. Like a, like, but then he has like Shakespeare. Like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I, he almost, yeah. And the Hello Kitty cookie the, jar. Hello, just no, him, that was the me. It's all you. Yeah, but You're was, saying this wearing a, a Hello, Hello Kitty, Kitty jumper, jumper right yeah. But then he also had a Keyblade in the background. Yeah, the <laughs> Keyblade <laughs> was the thing I noticed. I was like, this guy is Levin's. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I what an incredible, incredible series. Um, I hide all my bullshit in my office. Yeah, or, or the kids' rooms. I'm not allowed like my dumb bullshit in the uh, in, in yeah. In, I've, in I've basically relegated all of mine to the office. Yeah, it's cool that way. My landlord was here today. She's like, "Oh, this is cool," and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> thanks." She's accepted you. Yeah. Yeah. All I have out here is uh, me. I'm the I'm the I'm the only toy that's out of that room. I keep the books out here because it looks like I read, but then you get closer and they're all art books to movies I like or Akira adjacent things. Mine's just all manga now. Yeah. I'm even like selling my West, like heaps of Western comics so I can put more manga on my shelves. You're going to bump your head so you can like be that woman who woke up and spoke like in a Chinese accent. You're just, you're trying to forget English. You're like, I don't want to read English. You're like going to school libraries, ripping out all the pages and rebinding them back to front. You're like, <laughs> this is the way we read now. Um, speaking of um, a Westerner doing something extremely Japanese, I watched this weekend what might be like my favorite movie of all time now. Oh, which yeah? Which is crazy. Yeah. What was it called again? Uh, Mishima. By? Uh, Paul Schrader. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, the uh, esteemed songsmith and <laughs> band leader from the David Letterman. So I, that's a callback to a podcast I did last week. I should give him a little shout out. I was on Thumb Cramps. Most recent episode of Thumb Cramps. Why is the thumb cramping so much? Who's asshole? Video game. <laughs> putting up Who's asshole they got up there? <laughs> um, Who's on that? Uh, it's Dusha and uh, Jackson Bailey. And then a, a, a revolving friends guest. Of, friends week. of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was on that. I talked about Cult of the Lamb and The Playdate. Oh, which yeah. Which I've been fucking loving. But this is your thing now. But on that episode, I... Um, 
accidentally con- I I said that Paul Schrader was the oh, yeah. was the leader of Letterman's band. Yeah. And and he should be. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's called Mishima a Life in Four Chapters. Uh came out in nineteen eighty five. Uh I'm not gonna talk about it that much. But I've just uh, what, I've watched what, it. No, I, I wanna know what encouraged like what, what put the thought in your mind of watching it? Um, I resubscribed to Criterion Channel. Okay. I, I, I like got a VPN a few years ago. Criterion Channel is good in the sense it's like you can access it regardless of where you are in the world, just the sign up you need to be okay, sure. elsewhere. So I, I just... Could I, if, I buy, if, I per, if I log into my American iTunes account, yep. I can see So it. I did it to my iPad. Great. I, I was basically gearing up. I was like, I'm going overseas in like a month. And I was like... I just want to have heaps of movies because, like, ha- like when I go to uh, last time I went to Bali, it's it's brilliant. I just had like a filler, but I'd go out at night, like, and do things because it's so hot during the day, and I'd just yeah. like swim in the pool and then like watch something on you my can iPad. You get the, um, delivery service there, fucking rules. Just like you oh yeah, just get, yeah, like, delivery service. You can get insane stuff. And, yeah. So I was like, I want to have some movies to watch and like want to have some me time. You know what I mean? And I was like, fuck, I think I can get the Criterion going. Anyway, uh, I had all my saved list from like when I had it years ago. Like all of the uh, queue, I guess, and I don't know what it was. I think I was just like, I, I, I don't know what it was. Honestly, I was just like, I want to watch this, and started, and yeah, I, I don't think I saw any media on it. I mean, I, I, I don't, no, I, don't, I honestly don't know what. It's it not was. a movie I've ever heard anyone talk about. I mean, when people talk about Paul Schrader, they don't mention it. You know, they mention like he wrote they script to Taxi Driver. Piano, he like wrote um, like Bringing Out the Dead. He did like a bunch of, you know, new wave. Sorry, like, yeah, new wave American films. Uh, he, he, I think I, I always thought he was a screenwriter until he did like that film a few years ago, uh, which is called like a, a, a First Reformers. Right. Um, the first reform, sorry, of Ethan Hawke, and everyone was like, "That was a lot of people's movie of the year a few years ago." Uh, he doesn't direct a lot, but yeah, this movie is stunning. It's produced by George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola. Philip Glass's first like um, film score. Yep, it, the score is so good that it's used throughout the Truman Show, like just verbatim. Oh yeah, right. Like the ending, like the huge cathartic ending in the water. Yeah. That's all there. Crazy. Like that's this is where it originated from. The set design is amazing. So this guy was a actual figure. He's like a real person. He wrote books and like put on plays and stuff. But he's like, don't. I didn't know anything about him. Yeah, so I stop telling like, us. No, but but so what it does you? It, it, it's half biopic. It will show you his life, but then it will go to like a story from. It'll kind of mirror what he was thinking at that time. Yeah, right. Cool. Thoughts. But. I'm not doing it justice. I'll show you what the set design looks like. Cause I, no, I believe you. you. I'll, I'll look it up. Um, it's all right. It's right here. You talk while I quickly do something. Um, I've never seen the Criterion t- Apple TV app. It's pretty good, isn't it? The uh, UI is okay. Yeah. I mean, it's better than uh, um, Amazon used to be, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, you found the... Um, Last week we were t- we were going through the the Amazon Prime. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That really good episode. Every fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. And I found the Bahubali animated series. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't find it. I can't find it on my what is on, with in that? my Prime library. Very weird. So then, like, it'll show like real life stuff, but then cut to like, and it's like this is supposed to be a real story, but it's like all looks like it's a play. Yeah, it's, right. It's cool. stunning, but it jumps through a few of them. So the black and white stuff is like the biopic, but then it cuts back to like highly stylized stuff. 
like this where it has like credits and stuff but i've never seen anything like it it looks like a play yeah right shit so this is and, and it's all set in japan yeah it's all in japanese too and it's all japanese actors japanese set designers so that's the weirdest thing too it's like this production between america and japan but it's all yeah it's weird that this guy who alexi and i were like chatting for hours after i watched it and he was like you know this guy is like and this is like an alexi term like he's the king of grub cinema <laughs> And it's like, how did he make this movie and direct it? Like, it's such an unknown part of his canon. This is the same guy that wrote Taxi Driver. Yeah, the same guy that wrote Taxi Driver. And he's made this, like, impeccable... Like, the set design is fucking wild. And then, yeah, it's such a nuanced, stunning film. Like, this scene where they're walking around, like, a shop. And it's like, you only know it is because people are holding signs to make it look like traffic. Oh, that's great. And, like, it's all these devices that are employed by stage players... And it's just cap- it just blew me away, man. It like shouldn't work. So it's called Mishima: Life in Four Chapters. Yeah, insane movie. Don't read about the historical figure. Don't read anything. It's and it like- was it was made the year that Angus and I were born. Yeah. Do you yeah. Know the other day I drove behind a car and the number plate was HF nineteen eighty five. Fuck yeah, that's uh that's our that's, that's our nice. car. Yeah. We, we should buy that. Co- co- that's buy that, that car. that's our car. Yeah. yeah. If we drive it around, we can claim tax. <laughs> Speaking uh, of, I, got, I completed the McDonald's. Um, speaking of, I paid my taxes. Uh, no, I got my tax back, which was nice. Good job. Um, that's so, the, that's have, the final one. You have that's, all four of the McDonald's quarter pounder uh, glasses. Yeah, Noon right? and I went last night. He was uh, relaying to me my MC duties over AR. He hasn't AR. asked me if I'm DJing his wedding this weekend in 24 hours, man. I'm getting worried. Is it a rehearsal? <laughs> I think he might accidentally book, me for, book someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you and I are like basically doing Hey Fam there. We're, we're running his wedding. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Hey Fam wedding. It is. It's, it's so our, maybe that's what we do now. What podcasts time, and weddings. This, is, this should be an off mic question. What time are you getting there? Um, I'm staying there the night before. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Like not at the wedding, like yeah. at a venue. Because I, I probably won't get to the wedding until like 7 p.m. Yeah, that's wild. What, are you going to do any good jokes before then, do you think? Uh, definitely. It's me. Okay. A what, riff on like. What time do you start riff? Like, what time? What time do they, they, they turn it, your mic on? Uh, Put the when, fucking when I, when mic I, on. When I start playing um, Warzone as <laughs> Walt Junior. Yeah, you're doing the. You're hosting as Walt Junior yeah. or Donald Trump. Oh yeah, both. I'll be throwing <laughs> between the two. Uh, the, I mean, MC isn't really jokes. That's more the speeches. Oh, you got to like in your intro. You got to be like, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, like put right. your hands together. Or like, what, and now a man who needs no introduction. Yeah, noon. And, and then, but no, then you don't do an introduction. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but seriously, it's noon. I want um. I, I've said I'm only doing it if Paul, Paul Schaefer's there. So I hope the director of Machine doesn't show up. I want him as my band guy. Yeah. It's like, what are they calling that this day, Paul? <laughs> what do they call that these days, Paul? Chinese food. Huh. <laughs> yeah, remind me to eat it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. Dun, dun. Just him and his keys. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. Can you shave your head and be dun, Paul dun, 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 dun. Yeah, perfect. I'll be um Letterman. Do you want Do you want Paul Schra- um, Paul Paul Schaefer or do you want um Kevin Feige? The, 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 I don't know why. I don't know why characters. we can't have both. Okay, you're right. Just put the hat on. Yeah. Take the hair off. Yeah. I'm gonna and I want you to announce um the next phase of their life. Fuck. After imagine. getting married, I want imagine. you to announce honeymoon. You're like yeah, yeah. starting off. We got this new phase starting with honeymoon. <laughs> We're having the one shot beforehand, the consummation of the marriage. And uh, yeah, just you can you can lay outlay that. Guess who's the voice of Noon Sperm? Pat Oswalt. Oh yeah, Pat Oswalt. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm just... Can't I, I can't wait to see you in full app, um, Steve Jobs mode with yeah. the turtleneck and, uh, and yeah, jacket it look, on. Yeah, it looks great. The, fit, the fit's good. 
Um, so hey, next uh, week, I guess we'll have the wedding episode. <laughs> the wedding episode. Or maybe hey, no, we'll think. do a live feed. We'll just we'll let rec- Kevin announce it. Okay. We'll record the whole wedding, and that'll be just next week's episode, Perfect. so we can have the week off. Yeah, great. Um, so uh, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to like, next no. week after um, going through all six hours of the noon wedding episode, yeah. Um, one of our uh, heroes is starting okay. a podcast. Oh yeah. Um, cause fucking Jeff Keighley hosted another three hour video game show. Cause <laughs> two weren't on enough no one in was one talking year. about him this week. I was like, is this old footage? Like when <laughs> I saw people sending it to me this morning, I was like, didn't this happen a month ago? And wait, didn't this, wasn't like Kojima in the same study where he filmed his like... So I don't know if he, if he hosted this last year, but he... What was today's one? So it's like Gamescom. It's a the mass, Wednesday. massive games conference in Germany. Um, Does this motherfucker have dirt on every I, continent? Like, why is he running this? But so now he's the host of a, of Summer Games Fest, Gamescom opening night is what it was called. The Games Awards. Ga- and then the Games Awards. It's like if the same he guy hosted... He hasn't got anything in the first quarter of the year, though, so watch out, everybody. Okay. I, I predict another... It's like if the guy, uh, the same guy hosted, like... It's like if Billy Crystal did the, Oscars, the Emmys, the, the Emmys, Oscars, so and the goes. Grammys. And the Tonys. And the Tonys. <laughs> like, it's, it's out of control, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. It's crazy. Yeah. Especially because, like... He's the Billy Crystal of video games. There's not enough for, like, a two-hour thing a year, let alone three of them. Yeah, because games, notoriously, especially with COVID, take seven years to make. <laughs> like, when like they'll start hyping Last of Us Part 3, and it won't come out till like, 2030. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But uh, one, he always has to... You you know, Jeff Keighley's got to deliver that he has to remind everyone he's really he's good friends. friends with Hideo Kojima. I find the Jeff Keighley-Hideo Kojima relationship quite similar energy to the John Lasseter and um, <laughs> Miyazaki relationship. <laughs> where I probably think um, one of them's kind of like pressured into doing things by the American counterpart. Well, yeah, I mean, so Kojima came on this... this this. Uh, I didn't watch you watch, I just read an article, but he's, he's, I watched it. he announced that he's doing a podcast. Yeah, because he's got a radio show at the moment. Sorry, he has a podcast at the moment uh, as part of Audible or Amazon Music. Right. But it's just... In Japanese. In Japanese. So, d- did he do the announcement in English or in no. Japanese? Yeah, right. So, it's dubbed. So, we're going to listen to a dubbed Sakurai podcast. Yeah. Can't wait. Whoa. <laughs> what did this happen? Is that, like, uh, is that me talking? Yeah. No, no, no. That wasn't you. <laughs> um, but then, uh, hot on the heels of that announcement, oh. um, another... Japanese video game legend announced that he has a new YouTube channel. Oh, and I don't that know is, uh, Masahiro Sakurai oh. from Super Smash Brothers and Kirby. I would say like, I mean, wh- who are the top five like living Japanese game developers? So obviously Miyamoto, Miyamoto is number one. Kojima. Kojima probably number two. Sakurai maybe? Sakurai's well, up there. Sakurai or Nomura. He's like the I know. Final Fantasy of Kingdom Hearts. That's why I'm not putting him in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I have not said his name. <laughs> You liked remake, he did that. Yeah, but he also made yeah he also, Kingdom Hearts. He also forged the Keyblade. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so Masahiro Sakurai started like a really like it's it's like how to make games. Suda Fifty One, <laughs> people love him. Yeah, no, there's like the Resident Evil guy. Yeah, uh, there's the guy who made Kirby and then squandered all of his uh, fame and success by making that game that Square published that everyone hates. What one? It was a platformer that came out last year. Oh yeah, no, that not Kirby Sonic. So that's his, oops, I said yeah. that's, I meant it was Sonic, it called like Balan Balan Wonder World Balan Wonder and then he claimed like a year later oh that 
he, he kind of Zack Snydered it. He's like, that's not my game. And then everyone was like, oh, actually, he was horrible to work with. Yeah. yeah. That game looks dog shit to the point where like, I kind of want to play it. I think it's on... Um, Game Pass or something? No, the PlayStation 1. Oh, is it? Yeah, we can. We, we should play it. Bell End Wonderland. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Good stuff. But yeah, I watched, I watched two other videos and it's just like him going through... Because like, you know, we loved those Sakurai videos where he... Got like does like spends half an a hour. A friend just messaged it then saying listening party Vietland off the the Kojima <laughs> yeah. podcast link. Um, but you know we love the videos where Sakurai like spends half an hour talking about like the, how Minecraft's Steve kicks in in Super yeah, Smash Brothers and like the ninety versions of a song you have. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, just even like shots of his like video like his living room. I remember that during COVID when we like saw a peep yeah. into his private life and, and he, he has, has like, like every console under his TV. He um he he made a video that's like why you should pause at, at like when you die or or when you beat a boss in video games. Just like what is it like a reset? Like you just want to like like because otherwise reset in, your adrenaline. It's, it, it's really it's a really good video. He talks about like how like in like early shoot 'em ups, no, like when you died, nothing happened. Um, right. And so you, you you would often what's like, the channel called? Uh, it's, I'll tell everyone. This would be a helpful advertisement for his his channel. Man, I watched some bullshit today while I was DJing. <laughs> What'd you um, so, oh, so it's called Masahiro Sakurai on creating games. Okay. And then your video is called Creating S- Games. Stop for big moments. <laughs> uh, so this guy is this it? Yeah, it's how I. No, I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> can you turn this shit off? <laughs> Well, it didn't come up. All I can see is I made the hardest game. Is it this one? <laughs> do, not, do not play this. No, you're good. Um, dude. I hate most people. Look at that one. The, the, hard. Name, the game development is hard. And then this, this is, is a picture. Hard. This is hard. <laughs> this is a, this is a game. <laughs> We, we, have, we have just stumbled across what might be the best. The best thumbnail I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying. So it's from Fuck. a channel called Dan TDM. And the channel is Gaming With My Son. And then it's a picture of his son holding a Switch playing Minecraft. It's not his son, it's just like... A, it's Dude, like a, a stock image of a, a kid. stock image. While he looks on at this... Like, and it's like a generic picture of him. But he's not looking, looking at he's him. Looking he's not looking at him. <laughs> and then there's a little yellow arrow that just says son. <laughs> this is so fucked. I think he's a Bane man. Is he? Or Australian? No, she's definitely um. He's a bean boy. And he's just watching Peppa Pig. No, he's playing a Peppa Pig game. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this sucks. So the Sakurai's got a good dubbing. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but yeah, man, the Sakurai channel is gonna be a, a fun source of. Uh, <laughs> I, keep, I keep getting that one recommended. I've never watched it. So I, wanted, I wanted to show it. To the you. name of this video is <laughs> "Doctor Strange Two is Absolute Garbage" by the Movie Cynic, and the, the <laughs> thumbnail. Fucking hell, it's good. Remember, I told you about it a few weeks ago. I was it's like, a- I keep getting served this picture of him. He's like cross-eyed. I don't. When did that happen? Did he I think they the manipulated the image. <laughs> Uh, so it's like it's like so they make him look like like cross-eyed like yeah. you know like he's special 
and then it just says like trash next to his head. YouTube thumbnails are the best, man. It's it's one of my favorite mediums, like <laughs> of entertainment. Because it's like the it it is more like um disingenuous than like eighties movie posters. You know, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Eighties movies posters made out like everything was like crazy like everyone was ripped everyone was handsome and then you watch it and you're like oh no this is like a straight to video thing uh yeah fuck that's amazing son <laughs> yeah i watched um uh the sonic frontiers trailer as well today and then like a bunch, oh, of, like, di- a bunch of sonic freaks dissecting every moment of it dude are they dissecting like, it's the, so weird the like green like, the other all the other characters in it, in it like the enemies and everything else just looks so disgusting like someone made it using that's the so most weird that's primitive. sonic since like no, no, no. 2003 I'm not, i don't mean like disgusting like like you know why does this animal have giant eyes and boobs yeah i mean like it's just like a bunch of polygons yeah they're weird right that's it's yeah and like, what's the meaning of it it's just made in an unreal engine isn't it They've, I think they've made it so that it can play as well on Switch as it does on the on the next gen consoles. Oh, that's, that's that's great. That's <laughs> they make it work for a seven year old. Well, I think no, they, because they know, like you know, when Japanese develop games, they know that the majority of mm. Japan is going to play it on the Switch. Are they that? Yeah, the Switch is like, dude, PlayStation sold like garbage in in, uh, yeah, in right. Japan. So this is like the main villain. Look how shit it looks. Yeah, it looks weird. Like looks like like, like a. What's the? It's not Lego, Playmobil. It looks like yeah. a Playmobil character, and he's like, "I don't like the glitchiness." Yeah, I can't wait to play this game. <laughs> Just put it out there. Open See, world Sonic great. game. Yeah, I know it's not going to be good, but no, I can't it wait because it's a Sonic game. I can't wait, and you should force me to like tell you the story because apparently you have to save Amy, who looks like she's been like stolen by a robot. Yeah, what will you play it on? I guess Switch. I don't know. Really? It, well, it's coming out the day before God of War 2. So you so actively like, played on Switch over like any of your two next-gen consoles? Well, I just, I know I'm going to be away a lot in October and November. And so you know that, I, that, when you I'm know home, that I, I want to play good God of War and then I'll play this on my Switch. You know that ain't running well on Switch. I mean, apparently they're they they're trying to make sure it does. I don't know. Yeah, but they every developer says that and then they go, oh. Actually, it sucks. We'll yeah. patch it. We promise. And then what's that one? Bloodstain? But yeah, yeah. They still haven't Which apparently that. is great on PlayStation Five. Oh yeah, yeah. and like that's it's... in the in the we can get that with our membership as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That, that's good to know. Um, but yeah, man. Well, look, maybe I will get on PlayStation Five, and and when uh, when I do my review of the first ten minutes of the game later <laughs> later this year, you'll know. Oh yeah, how are you going with um, Xenoblade Three? Um, I'm like 10, 11 hours in it. I've I haven't played. So not, yeah, I haven't played many games in the last. You're week not finishing because, it. Of, and I mean that in the nicest. I really want way. to. It's really really good. You're not going to. I want to finish Splatoon At 2 all. so I can play Splatoon yeah, 3 when it comes out this. too. Oh, I played uh, Roller Drome. I played that heaps last week. So you're like, it's like you're roller... Are you skating or are you ro- ro- roller skating? It's set in the skating. future. It's yep. like Sable style art. Yep. Uh, which I'm happy with this. If this becomes a trend, I think it's such a great style of art and a great way to like minimize like shading or yeah you know, does the low like, flame rate bother you or in, no it's 60 frames per second. It's, i'm playing on ps5 but because you know how like sable looks oh no low fr- yeah sable was just poorly made i think or they did that on purpose like this runs well like, i mean according to a youtube thumbnail i just saw making <laughs> uh, games is hard no I, I know sable was like this, this this is made by a team with money um, right sable i've still got to play but i, I love re- sable i think that second was, favorite game of last year that was a design choice, the yep. choppiness. Yeah. This is like sixty okay, smooth cool. and yeah, buttery smooth. It's it's gorgeous, but yeah, it's so stupid. Do you it's, think I should play this when I'm gaming with my son? Uh, I I need to see the thumbnail you'll be publishing. Yeah. Do you have a gun? It's yeah, so he won't Shit. play it. 
But uh, Dude, he, I, I woke up to Archie sobbing in his bed the other, other morning. He'd gotten out of bed, gotten his iPad, started reading One Piece. And I was like, is everything okay? And a character dies because they got shot with a gun. This son of a bitch. Because actually it was a genuinely emotional. Imagine like How far avoiding, avoiding movies and then reading, getting really invested in uh, the most I'll heightened... Japanese heightened, literature. Yeah. There's no way it'll betray me with a gunshot The, the most heightened like form of media where like every character How far has like... He? T- he's like a hundred and something chapters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he might it finish good it soon, right? before I finish. <laughs> no, I was. I, I started rereading it with him because he wanted me to like read through the the all. I was like, oh, no one really dies. There's one big death around like chapter 500 that I was going to make sure I like to be around him when when he's reading that. Just but, over his shoulder, filming him for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my loser son crying. Just what do it as loser. do it as Trump's voice. <laughs> oh, you Archie crying, Junior. You crying at ping pong's death? What a loser. <laughs> um, but I forgot that. Um, Everyone has a tragic backstory, so oh, okay. all the flashbacks. Just like you and I. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, so people have asked us a lot of questions about our backstory, which we're going to be answering in our. Oh, uh, like maybe that. We'll, we're going to veto questions. I like that question. Yeah, but maybe some people won't feel like comfortable with answering certain things. Okay. You know, I'm I'm fine. Maybe with it. I know you are, but <coughs> maybe other people aren't that do the podcast. I can't think of um, anyone. I just downloading Bloodstained. Oh, great! Excellent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Roller Drome is fun. Yeah, it's great fun. So it's like Tony Hawk meets... Um, Doom? No, Tony Hawk meets like Max Payne or any game expired by the Matrix. Okay, yeah, sure. Because like it's bullet time. Yep. But Super hot. Yeah, it's crazy. So like you get health by killing people. You have like a timer. Um, you get a list of things to do just like Tony Hawk. It's like collect, you know, basically... I whore- know uh, collect like skate like the letters oh yeah you have to collect thing like five things you have to perform certain tricks kill people with certain weapons um it's awesome you can keep retrying and like try to get an a and stuff or an s rank but you only refill ammo uh from doing tricks so if you run out of like guns while you're shooting someone you have to grind or do a like grab yeah. okay cool. so you start getting in like a great like loop and pattern of like Shoot someone, get their health, grind, and you. Is start, it like, multiplayer? Or are you playing with? Not yet. Yeah, I'm playing, but people just keep spawning on like an arena. Yeah, fun. And it's sick. It's really fun. I got you. Get we get an, a one hour demo. Demo. Right? Yeah, I think so I. I'll, I think I'll, last week it was like on sale for like twenty. It is until the end of the month. Yeah, so, so I was like, yeah. I'm gonna grab it, and it, it's just a really fun. It's one of those games where you're like, well, why didn't anyone else make this yet? Sure, like like uh, Rocket League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun, and it, it's very stylistic. Um, hey everyone, that's the end of this perfect episode of Hey Fam. But guess what? There's a perfect episode of Hey Fam just around the corner. And if you made it this far into this episode, we know you want more. And I'm going to tell you where to get it. That is patreon.com slash heyfam. Uh, we are doing a Q&A episode uh, this episode. Yes. Plus, we're going to talk about Tommy Lee's dick. Yeah, well, uh, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, I mean, he, he, dicks he, out. He's he a little late to the memo, but he got his dick out. He eventually got his dick out for yeah, Lenny yeah, Kravitz. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he released an amazing explanation video of that today, which we're going to talk about in PayFam. Um, I also want to tell everyone about my new book, which I wrote out of spite for, for my son. <laughs> um, so uh, if you want to hear a new book, some dick talk it, yeah, and was, some Q&A. Was A's. it him crying that spurred you on as well? You're like... <laughs> yeah, everyone dies in, in my new book. You have to read <laughs> Here is a family in the next page. They all got shot at the end. <laughs> Um, head over to patreon.com slash heyfam five dollars a month is all it costs for you to get a gonna bonus gonna take him to laser tag for Let his finish the plug patreon.com slash heyfam five dollars a month is all it costs for you to get a bonus episode of heyfam every single week full length all dicks 
all guns. Most weeks. Yep. Uh, so all weeks. Come, yeah, all weeks. Every single week. Except when there's COVID and stuff. Yeah, well, we didn't do any episode that week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but patreon.com slash hey is also where you can go to join our discord community and uh, when we're not talking about dicks on the, in, in a podcast we're posting our dicks in the discord so come join us over there yeah and um, uh, enjoy your morning goodbye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.